When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Can I ask you one question? Ask away, dear boy. Ask away. What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Well, I'm something of a famous radio. Radio personality. He is out of this world. I mean, can you imagine an extraterrestrial disc jockey? What about the show? It's out of this world. I'm getting ready to blast. Getting ready to blast. Ready to blast off. Three, two, one. Blast off. It's showtime. Yeah. Also, I got a list of the actors who have refused to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And why. Yeah. It's pretty funny. So, get to all those stories here in a minute. But first, uh, let's begin this hour's e-news with actor, director, documentary filmmaker Sean Penn this morning. Yeah. I mean, you may you don't have to like the guy. You may not agree with the things that he says. But you do have to admit, he is a little bit of a badass. When Russia started dropping bombs on Ukraine, he ran toward them. He's over there filming a documentary about the Russian invasion. The Ukrainian government says Sean Penn is demonstrating bravery that many others have been lacking, in particular some Western politicians. That's coming from the Ukrainian government. Well, isn't the president of Ukraine a former TV host and actor who then was elected to be president? Their version of Ronald Reagan? No, like he hosted like their version of American Idol like five years ago. Like that guy. Like I'm, I'm almost, there's something to that. Let me look. Let me look. All right. Well, also from the Ukrainian government, the more people like that, true friends of Ukraine who support the fight for freedom, the quicker we can stop this heinous invasion by Russia. They added, quote, our country is grateful to him for such a show of courage and honesty. So the president actually met with Penn. And posted a video on his Instagram story. He said, the more people know about the war in Ukraine, the higher the likelihood of stopping Russia. Yeah. So he's over there. He's in it. Well, I guess if you're the president, you know, at this point, it's like, I'll meet with anybody. I'll take mm-hmm. I'll take help from wherever and, I can get it. Anybody that wants to help. You know? Sure. I'm, and you Why can not? understand that. Yeah. Um. So unlike Kanye, Ben Stiller actually kind of understands. You know, he sort of gets the whole charm of Pete Davidson. Um, they're friends, of course, and, you know, they hung out recently at a, at a Knicks game with Jon Stewart. And he was being interviewed, and he said that, you know, Pete, I guess the topic of the subject of Pete came up, and he said Pete's having a moment in time right now because he's so personable and has such a charisma. I love that. He's having a moment in time right now. Yeah, sure. That's a, It's different than 15 minutes of fame. It's more like he's on a roll. Yeah, and, and I think everybody kind of has their moment at different times in their life, and those moments can, can look very different from each other. But what Ben really admires is how funny Pete is on Saturday Night Live, and he is very funny. He said to be able to go on Weekend Update, and do what he does. He's doing him, right? And so much of that is uh, improvised. You know, they, they go into these things with an outline, but so much of it is reading the room in the moment. And that's what he's so good at. It's not that easy to just be funny and interesting and like and likable. He's really taking his life, and he's turning that into material. Uh, people were attracted to watching... <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm on the show and he just has a real charm about him. Hmm. So Ben Stiller gets it. Ben Stiller. Do you, do you consider Ben Stiller to be like an attorney? attractive kind of hot what a hot hollywood guy i i don't know i think he's really cool like i find him like i i know i wouldn't mind trading places with him for a day i think that could be fun being ben stiller yeah he's a i think he's a smart guy i think he's got his own sense of style you know i like the way he looks at things i enjoy listening to him in interviews talking about you know the way he approaches certain scenes like he just seems like a really thoughtful Dude, some who's cool come into his own. Yeah, some cool convos could be had over beers. Yeah, about with, with Ben. Him, yeah, with Ben. Yeah, and he also has a very sharp observational sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is funny because I used to just always look at him like, yeah, he's just really funny. You know, I just I I love his sense of humor and his movies are you know the dumb kind of funny, you yeah. know, like dodgeball. And, right. and it's like, you know, what was that one where he started a neighborhood watch group and they, then they caught an alien, you know, there's just like, Oh, I missed do you know one, that one? No. Jonah, Jonah Hill's in that one. No. And it, it just dumb, you know, and it, that always makes me laugh that somebody actually will make that movie and people get the, I just like that. But meet, there was. Meet the, uh, meet the. Meet the parents. Oh, oh the, yeah. Meet the parents, meet it's the fuckers. Great. I yeah. mean, his, his subtle comedic sense of timing is the best. Right. And I don't remember which movie it was in or it may not have even been in a movie, but I saw him like in a tank top or something and he, dude is ripped. Yeah. I never had I because I was so busy looking at him as just like a funny guy. I never noticed that there was all this other stuff going on. And now I kind of like he's a little bit of the full package. That Ben Stiller. That's good. Nice to see he's taking care of himself. Yeah. Who knew? As you know, Russia is now at war with Ukraine. Uh, it is a crazy world we're living in. In fact, uh, today President Biden asked the CDC to find a new variant just to lighten the mood. <laughs> yeah, World War Three. A global pandemic, the queen has COVID, rising inflation. Billy Joel's already working on a remix of We Didn't Start the Fire. I mean, he's got, he's got two good verses right there, right? According to a new study, the erectile dysfunction drug Viagra can be used as a treatment for dogs with a rare eating disorder, though it's not going to help with the embarrassment at the pharmacy. It's for my dog! In the past few days, Elon Musk's net worth dropped below $200 billion. Oh. That's right. Elon Musk is no longer worth over $200 billion. Now when he flies to space, he has to connect in Cleveland. Okay. 640. Well, 639. But almost 640. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Few snow flurries out there this morning. Supposed to dry out. Stay cloudy the rest of the day. High 38. We'll see more sun tomorrow. High of 40. And Sunday... Warmer, high of 50, right now 33 at Cincinnati's Q102. So, word started to spread that a popular Toronto restaurant called Randy's Patties was being forced to close after more than 40 years. That's a long time to be in business. Yeah. And supposedly it had a lot to do with COVID-related supply chain issues. And when the word got to Toronto native Drake, he tweeted... I'll buy Randy's right now and give it back to them. Randy's then explained their situation in an Instagram post. They said they were closing because of years of endless subway construction, two years of COVID, labor shortages, and aging owners. They added that they plan to, quote, reevaluate our next steps going forward. They didn't say whether or not they'd be interested in any help from Drake, but that was very cool of him to toss that offer out there and... Yeah, because at the end of the day, you got to run it. Yeah. be willing to run it. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's exhausting. It is. It is. And it's just sad because we're seeing so much of it. Right. So many places closing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so superhero movies are clearly not for everyone. Uh, And there are a handful of actors who have made the personal decision to not join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, think about, you would think that'd be an actor's dream, like, oh my God, I struggled all these years getting bit parts and starving and, you know, living in crap hole small apartments or, you know, my friend's couch and, you know, finally getting some jobs now. And now, oh my God, I'm being offered... A, a, a role in a superhero movie like well that's bank i'm in the money baby it ain't shakespeare though so you know those serious actors yeah. i could see where it may not appeal to some because it's not you know the craft of it, it are these roles a real challenge to the true thespian well i would argue it's good to at least have it as part of your overall <laughs> repertoire. Why not? But does it typecast you later? Yeah, and that's something that uh, a lot of people fear. Like Josh Hartnett was concerned about that. Um, he he wasn't offered a Marvel role, but he said he was offered Superman when he was younger, and he turned it down because he really was afraid that it would define the rest of his career. Like mm-hmm. it kind of did the original Superman. Uh, I think his name was George Christop- Reeves. Christopher. Well, it was Christopher Reeves who was the actor who was sadly paralyzed in a horse Horse. riding accident. Mm -hmm. Uh, But George Reeves was the television actor from the Superman TV show that aired in the 1950s, and his life ended tragically Hmm. and was never able to get out of that typecast. So maybe he had that taste in his mouth. Uh, What else? What else? Emily Blunt turned down the role of Black Widow. Uh, and looking back, she doesn't regret it because she's just not a fan of superhero movies. I think you kind of have to be. You got to kind of love it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, John Cho was very honest. He said uh, he turned it down because he doesn't want to have to diet or work out like crazy. That's <laughs> fair. I love that honesty. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, who's isn't he in an action movie? Uh, I don't know. He's so pretty. Uh, the last thing I saw him in was Don't Look Up. On Netflix. Okay. He did, he auditioned to play Peter Parker, but recently he said one of his heroes gave him career advice, and that was to beware of superhero movies for whatever reason. He doesn't go into it, but he never forgot it, and so he stuck to that. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, uh, she just simply doesn't like doing stunt work. It's a physical, that's a physical, if you're going to be a superhero, you're going to wear, be wearing something that is not forgiving in any way. And you're going to, it's physical. It's a physically demanding job. And she turned down the role of Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy because she also didn't want to be painted green for six (laughs) months out of the year. I can see that. I get it. Some of the makeup. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Aniston, she thinks, quote, big Marvel movies are diminishing the value of cinema. I don't know that I would agree with that. Jennifer and I aren't close anymore. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. Over the past couple of years, there she's just, I just don't think that she and I are on the same wavelength anymore. Okay. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Marvel turned him down to play Hulk, uh, but asked him to join Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, he said no because he didn't want to feel like an amendment. All right. Oh, I see. Because he was turned down and his feelings got hurt. So maybe he felt like they were throwing him a bone. Now, here's what I thought was interesting. Jason Statham, who was a badass action star. You know, he's in those Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't want to be in an action. He said he didn't want to be in a superhero movie because he thinks any guy could do it. And he thinks they rely too much on green screens and stunt doubles. Which is funny coming from all these movies that he's famous for. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, these Fast and Furious movies are so much green screen. Yeah. CGI. Pretty much all. Yeah. Uh, John Hamm made a good point. He turned down opportunities because if if you join the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're not just joining for like one movie. Like that's a multi-picture commitment that will keep you tied up and busy for a long time. 
And so if you're already kind of financially set and you want other challenges an actor, as an actor and you want to do other things. Yeah, if something pops up that you really want to do and you're locked into doing something yeah, else. Yeah, like, oh, my God, I would love to do this role, but I can't because I'm going to. Well, and the other thing, too, is, I mean, you've got no control over the script. Say you agree to this part and three movies down the line, it's a really bad script and you think it's going to be a really bad movie. Yeah. You're stuck in the role. Uh, Reese Witherspoon just doesn't find interest in doing the whole superhero movie thing. Uh, Sean Penn, who just went off to Ukraine to shoot a documentary on the war going on there. Uh, he said he thinks that the that the superhero movies, while there may be a place for them, they take up too much space and wasted too much time in the careers of talented people who could have otherwise been doing other things. So there you go. Hmm. Uh, Rose McGowan made a point, and I don't know if you, if this is considered snooty or if there's merit to what she's saying, but she said in 2015 that she felt the superhero movies out at the time lacked complexity, story, and character development, and that they're lazy and average male filmmaking. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, you think about how hard Scarlett Johansson had to fight for the money for Black Widow. Right. And you look at how much money she made for her part in the Marvel Universe versus what everybody else is making in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So let's revisit this discussion in 10 years and see if any of them have changed their mind. Let's see. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. 654, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. So I cut you off before we went to the break. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Batman. Yeah? Yeah. Because that comes out next weekend, which is very, very exciting because, you know, Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. Yes, I saw a clip. And in the true Batman tradition, he talks like this. Of course he does. (laughs) Of course he does. So I have no idea what to expect. I don't know if it's going to be awesome or if it's going to be awful. I just... I, my fingers are crossed because it is Batman and the, the the studio's not going to blow the bazillions of dollars it costs to make this movie on a horrible Batman. I'm Batman. I know. I'm like, ah. Because as of right, well, who's the worst? What George Clooney has probably been the worst out of all of the guys that have played Batman. Why do you He did that? one he movie. No, I like George Clooney. I like George Clooney too, but when you compare him to... You know, the Val Kilmer and the Michael Keaton and the who's the guy that. What uh, about uh, uh, Matt Damon's friend? What's didn't he do Batman? Ben Affleck didn't was a pretty good one? Batman. Yeah. But who's the guy? Oh, well, he, Ben Affleck got so much abuse for his. He Batman. did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But who's the who's the guy that I can't think of his name. I picture his face. He's the guy that had the meltdown. Good for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I can't think of it either, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> he was probably in some of the best ones. Right. Yeah. He's probably the best. So we'll see Christian how good Robert Pen- Thank you. I'm the Batman. That's right. I'm the Batman. So, and what I've heard is this one, it's, Batman is usually dark, but what I understand is this one's really, really dark. But in the Batman comics, the Penguin is almost never seen without his trademark cigarette holder. But in the upcoming Batman movie, Colin Farrell, who is playing the Penguin, his version doesn't light up at all. Warner Brothers wouldn't allow it. And Colin fought for it. He said, big studios make big decisions around such things as the presence of cigarettes and films. I fought valiantly for a cigar. I even at one stage said, I can have it unlit. Just let me have it unlit. They're not going to show a cigar or a cigarette, but everyone's got machine guns. Right, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> Stupid. And he said, he goes, you know, the studio was like, no. As if a bunch of 12-year-olds are going to start smoking Cuban cigars because of the penguin. So... Hmm. Yeah, one week from today. Wow. The Batman. I went out last week to a nightclub. I can't do this anymore. I'm getting way too old for the nightclubs. You know you're old when you walk into a nightclub and you're like, is it loud in here? I can't dance anymore. I used to bounce around. I was able to dance. Used to go out in my early 20s. I had my Cavaricis on. <laughs> so you would go to the bar. This is where you would have to have a little personality. Go up with a bunch of guys. We were all funny. That's all we do. Make fun. Goof around with girls. Make them laugh. Girls would be like, Ah, oh, you guys are funny. I'd be like, Yeah, I know. 
you would go in for the kill. You would get the number. Like, why don't you write your number down on a napkin? I'll take you out for steak next week, huh? <laughs> and you would get the number on a napkin. It was kind of damp, right? The, the ink would bleed a little bit. Before you left the club, you had to ask, excuse me, sweetheart, is this a seven? Did you write a seven? <laughs> you give your number out now, five minutes later, you get a text message. What are you doing? What do you mean what I'm doing? I just met you. Back off. <laughs> Laura. Yes. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Wonderful. How are you? Excellent. Great. I got your three headlines here. You pick the real one, you're going to the Home and Garden Show, okay? All right. <laughs> All right. So is it A? Some idiot tried to rob a police station. Is it B? Some ding-dong tried to carjack a police canine unit. Or C, some jerk used a butter knife as a weapon to steal a church's collection plate. Ah, I'm going to go with B. No, it's not oh. today. Darn it. It's A. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. People. <laughs> yeah, 28-year-old guy in New York tried to rob a police station on Wednesday. No sense. It did not go well. He snuck into the 52nd precinct in the Bronx through an open window around 10 p.m. Wednesday night. Oh, check it out. The window's open. <laughs> Try to steal some stuff from the head cop's office. Evidently, someone caught him in the act. He tried to run. But, again, he was in a police station, <laughs> so he didn't get very far. They arrested him before he even made it out the front door. That's funny. His name is Carlos Luciano. He lives about a half mile from the station. Guy had a clean record until now. I don't know what he was thinking. It's not he wasn't. Clear. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> and it's not clear why he thought robbing a building full of cops was a good way to start. Mm-hmm. So he's facing charges for burglary, trespassing, and criminal mischief. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. 740. Secret sound. Got a brand new clue. Uh, it's actually an audio clue, so it's super important that you're paying attention and listening. Now is a good time. You know, I like to do this 20, 25 minutes out. It's kind of remind people this is a good time to sort of study the previous clues and take a look at those uh, previous temperature readings yep. just to kind of get a sense on where we are and where we're going. Because right now, the warmest we've gotten is very warm. That's the warmest we've been, yeah. Okay. Are we? Was yesterday's guess yesterday afternoon? Very warm. No. No. Just warm. Just warm. They went backwards. Yeah, we've been circling for the past 48 hours or so. So we'll take another crack at it, and again, we'll have an audio clue for you to boot at 740 this morning. Also coming up, are you kind of hoping your weekend plans get canceled? You're not alone. Got allergies? It may just be an extra tooth growing in your nose. How about that? Well, that's... That's frightening. Oh. (laughs) Because I'm having a heck of a time today with allergy. I didn't take my pills. We're just getting started. Mm -hmm. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. In the meantime, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 721. Coming up, brand new Kygo and DNCE. It's called Dancing Feet. And uh, we'll play it for you if you haven't heard it already. Brand new. Remember when we met DNCE? We did. Down on Fountain Square. A while Square. ago. They were super fun. That's their mm-hmm. whole thing is they make fun music, so I'm excited to hear this. Yep. Yeah, with a title like Dancing Feet, you know it's going to be good. You would think so. so. So, uh, yeah, that's coming up here in the next uh, 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, in the meantime, side hustle alert. Smell dog poo. Make 6500 bucks. Also, uh, those allergies you're dealing with this morning, Jenna could just be an extra tooth growing in your nose. Well, I really hope that's not it. <laughs> it is Friday, the 25th of February of 2022. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. So we're heading into the weekend, and... You know that feeling when a friend cancels weekend plans, leaving you with nothing to do? Nothing to do. Sometimes that's the greatest thing ever. I know. I was going to say, and you're just like, (laughs) sweet. (laughs) 
Like, really? You're relieved. Almost excited about it. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you're weird because it's actually more common than you think. In a new study, 71% of people say they actually look forward to plans being canceled just so they can stay in. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I think this has probably happened to me once or twice. I know. Where I'm like, oh, yeah. Same. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Fritch, on the other <laughs> hand, she's you know, always she's all way right. more social. Yeah, she'll have a backup plan. Right. Because she was that person back when she was single that would collect options sure. for oh, Friday night activities. for the better off. Yeah. 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 And then wouldn't make I'll the decision you know. until the last minute. Yeah. yeah. Right. And 75% of people say there's nothing. That's why it was so easy to make plans with Fritch, because there was a really good chance she would cancel him or go with the better offer, which I was totally <laughs> fine with. Yeah. <laughs> and 75% of people say there's nothing better than having no plans for the weekend. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that, too. Yeah. But Fritz is funny because every Friday and every Monday, it's the same cover. Every Friday, it's like, so what are you doing this weekend? And you kind of feel pressure to come up with something. Right. You know? Right. And then come Monday, she's like, so what did you do? How was your weekend? Do you have pictures that I can post? <laughs> We're going to make oven pizza. We're going to lay around in our gigantic hoodies uh-huh. and watch reruns of something crappy. Ah, that's awesome. And sink into the couch and get that fat. That sounds like fun. Not only awesome. did we not do anything... I didn't pick up my phone once to take a photo. A picture. Yeah, sorry. I'll have a couple of pictures this weekend because Jacob has a hip-hop competition in Columbus. Oh, that'll be So I'll have something to share. Were you secretly hoping that gets canceled? (laughs) (laughs) I was really hoping his practice last night would get canceled. I was this close. Oh, I just didn't. I'd been driving around in it all day. I mean, I came into work yesterday morning when it was really bad. And then I was driving around yesterday afternoon when the rain started up again and traffic was thick. There were some accidents. And it's just really stressful to be driving around in that a lot. And so I'm like, we got home and I'm like, God, please cancel practice. I was so close to texting the coach and saying please cancel because <laughs> yeah. it was raining and, and you didn't really know because it was starting to freeze it was starting to get right at that temperature where it might just freeze and get a little dicey and i'm like i just don't want to go back out at it again right. well you get to drive to indy tomorrow columbus 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 tomorrow mm-hmm. oh, that's a straight nope. shot You're, you don't live that it's far not too from terrible let's carpool yeah. we're going to do a leap in columbus oh tomorrow. that sounds like fun are you excited It'll be great. <laughs> Are you taking one for the team? I am. Yeah. It'll big. be fun. I like her music. I'm just not a big concert guy. Yeah. I'm just the guy that's going to stand there and everyone's going to say, why aren't you having fun? Because Christopher will be standing. I'm soaking in the music. It's I'm I'm having a lot of fun. And he'll be standing next to you belting it out, won't yes. he? He will sing loud and proud. Yes. Get some video of that. I will. I will definitely. I love it when I love her music, so it's going to be a good time. I know there's a lot of people that are going. Fritch was going to go, but she Mm -hmm. ended up going to Vegas instead. See, she waited for something better to come along. (laughs) Yeah, I almost think like there are certain shows that are really hard to not have fun at. I would think that'd be one of them. Yeah, Dua Lipa. Yeah, I have no idea where our seats are. He bought the tickets like the day they went on sale, so so hopefully pretty good. So you're not, like, secretly hoping those plans get canceled? No, I'm actually looking forward to seeing the show. <laughs> and you're staying, you're making a weekend of it, aren't you? Yeah, we're going to do gonna some Airbnb over. research up there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, well, I know some people who were all excited about going to Vegas to see... Uh, Adele. Uh, Adele. Yeah, Adele. And, you know, there's always that one person in the crowd that's like, okay, I like Adele, I kind of want to go, but I don't really go, and I just, I, I don't want to spend the money and do the whole thing, and then it's like, I'm going with a big group, and so it's like herding cats, and I don't really have any control over the situation, but mm-hmm. you know what, it's Adele. I'll go. And then Adele flakes out and cancels it, and she's like, yes! <laughs> I'm out of it. Right. Although I hear she's going to make up those shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, Dua Lipa should be fun. <laughs> It's going to be the whole ride home. You know, how you know it is. And the ride up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will you have to listen to the music all the way there to get in the mood? Uh, not necessarily, no. To get prepared. No. Like, hey, Chris, who sings that song? Do a leap of baby. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, the, the poll was conducted, conducted earlier this month. So even after the quarantines and lockdowns, it's funny. We're still cool with spending a weekend in. 
And staying home, by the way, I should mention, doesn't mean just being by yourself. 70% of people agreed that nights in with friends are also much-needed therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a ca- casual night with friends should include things like wine, sports, and Skyline Pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yep. People are also given a list of activities and asked what things would be a part of that perfect weekend. Interestingly enough, going for a walk got the most votes, and I get it. But it's for me, it's got to be on a sunny day, and mm-hmm. it's got to be like early in the morning before 10 o'clock when the sky is, at least from my view, the bluest. Hmm. And the brightest. And the yeah. air is just fresher. It's crisper. And let's wait a couple of days for all of this wetness to dry out so you don't come home muddy. That's right. Muddy yeah. is bad. Uh, let's see. Sleeping in is a big one. Binge watching TV, reading a book, playing a board game, watching movies, playing video games, and cleaning. Although, Ooh. Tim and Chris, you got people for that now, right? You don't do And our Airbnb, yeah, yeah, we have a cleaning team. Right. We, do, we do it once in a while. You were doing that in the beginning, weren't you? We were. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, that's not fun. That turned out to be a lot grosser than you expected. Uh, yeah, I, I always thought I was a fairly hairy person. Absolutely not. <laughs> I am way closer to bald than uh, hairy. It's a giant social experiment on people's hair. That's funny. Running an Airbnb. Uh, you know, speaking of kind of hibernating or avoiding weekend activities the world is just so nuts it's hard to blame people for wanting to sleep through it but do you know anyone who has taken it this far a writer for the atlantic coined a new term this week nocturnals nocturnals yeah people who sleep all day and live their life at night specifically to avoid society that sounds kind of appealing in some ways (laughs) there's something to that yeah i kind of did it when i did overnights that was like the ideal shift for me and i just remember the program director at the radio station who hired me to do an overnight shift at this small radio station in the middle of nowhere massachusetts was like well you gotta start somewhere yeah it's overnight so i'm like great (laughs) i'll take it yeah 1 a.m to 6 a.m yeah that was the shift traffic (laughs) was light was that the only radio station in the building? Were you all alone all night long? Yep. Yeah, me too. That, that was that was crazy, actually. You think it about awesome. it. We had a door in the studio that opened right up to outside. So, like, people could come visit me and just knock on the door of the studio. Oh, that's pretty sweet. And I could let them in. But it was also really convenient, too, because I was a smoker at the time. So I would stand in the studio, prop the, prop door, the door open, open. and yeah. just smoke. I had to do other stuff. They didn't have a cleaning crew, so I'd have to do other stuff. Like, I'd have to run a vacuum over the carpet oh my or God. empty out the waste <laughs> baskets. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, a huge operation, so it was easy to do. Yeah. Um, that's funny and they actually had a uh, cassette deck so like if i wanted to slip out and run to the 7-eleven and grab a cup of coffee i could do that by just sticking a continuous music cassette in there oh wow yeah that's something it's three in the morning no one will notice oh totally i never got caught <laughs> i used to call other radio stations like i was in champaign illinois i would call peoria i would call chicago i would call indy just to talk to whoever was doing overnights there and yeah. I, I became friends with all of these other overnighters, and we would record bits with each other. Like, I'd pretend to be a listener calling into his show, and he'd call into my show. and <laughs> Have each other's back. Yeah. Hey, it's Ricky, kind of... Ricky the trucker. Exactly. <laughs> tonight. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of fun. And and just being a night owl and staying up late, you know, these 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 are... They are introverts, but they still do stuff. Like, they still go out and do things. They just do it at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they work. They run errands. They they do all the stuff most people do. They just prefer doing it while the rest of us are asleep uh, because being around people is just too exhausting. It sure can be. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've known guys like that. Like, I know, I know people who just prefer third shift. They like working the overnight. Yeah. You know? Yep. Something very peaceful about it. Yeah. I don't know what made me think of this. I guess I guess just talking about working at the radio station and, you know, all the crazy stuff you used to do. I saw a story <laughs> of a guy who works for, I don't know, one of the, I think he works for one of the BBC channels. He's a British radio personality. A presenter. Yeah, they call them presenters out there. Uh-huh. You know, we call them DJs here or hosts. In the UK, they call them presenters. And... 
I'm not quite sure what kind of what kind of show he does. I think he does sports, but he also goes out and covers news. And I guess he was out on a story, and he found out his wife was in labor while he was on the air. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm going to screw up his name. Uh, his name is Sani Ruda Jahala. Getting the good news while live on the radio. Yes, I've just had a message from a wife saying, uh, hey, I'm having contractions now and the next. She's uh, nine months and, and five days pregnant now. So I do have some essential travel to get going on. Oh, Yep. Life calls. That's pretty hmm. big. That is pretty big. Makes me think of our um, that uh, L.A. Rams player. Oh, yeah. His, His wife, wife went, went into, into labor. labor at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Good for him. Yep. And you know where babies come from. Uh-huh. A lot of people's answer to this might be whenever I can get it. But in a perfect world, we got we got opinions. Uh, the adult toy company, Adam and Eve, they asked their customers to name the best time of day for a little bit of loving. And uh, I don't know. This surprised me. Evening. I guess. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Evenings are still the most popular time to get it on. Mm-hmm. But not everyone agrees with that. Twenty percent of Americans prefer late night lovemaking. Ten percent said mornings are best. And eight percent like it in the afternoon. Little afternoon delight. Yeah, I guess it's just you know. Whatever your preference is. Is that song on the Yacht Rock channel? No. Is it Yacht Rock? Not really. It could be second tier (laughs) if we really needed it to be. If you needed a filler record, you could Uh stick it in there. Yeah. I mean, those results really aren't all that surprising. But 8% is kind of high for the afternoon thing. Skyrockets in flight. There it is. Yeah. Afternoon delight. Sounds good to me. What do you want to do? What does that mean, skyrockets in flight? That's what you feel. That's what you're seeing. Uh, is that it? Yeah. When people's lives flash before their eyes. You're totally making that up, aren't you? Totally. <laughs> Were they just looking for something that rhymed with afternoon delight? Probably. That's my bet. Yeah. There's not some hidden meaning there. Oh, I'm sure there is. So, all right, we're going to talk about the guy with the extra tooth growing in his nose here real quickly, and then I want to play that Kygo song. So, Jen walked in this morning, and she says she forgot to take her Allegra, which is why her allergies are out of control. Yeah, they are a little bad. I apologize. But I've heard that um, Allegra and Claritin and uh, Zyrtec and all those other allergy medications Mm -hmm. are the kind of thing, like, they take a while to build into your system. Some do. And if you're consistent, then, you know, but if you miss a day, it's not that big a deal. As long as you get on it the next day, you should be all right. The fact that she's having a tough day today makes me think that there might be something else going on here. You think? Case in point. Okay. A 38-year-old guy in New York told his doctor he'd been having a hard time breathing for several years and Mm. didn't know why. I mean, it was manageable, but it just, it wasn't what it used to be. And, you know, he would tolerate it and just figured... You know, it's just allergies I can't seem to shake, but God, there's got to be a better way, right? Mm-hmm. So he said, well, let's take a look. And so they shoved a tiny camera up his right nostril. And I know this because I just had this done recently. I hate when they sh- uh, when they go up your nose and it goes all the way down your throat. Yeah, he gave oh, me a little uh, local worst. anesthesia that, that helped. Oh, but yeah, it's uncomfortable. Very Anyway, he shoves that camera up his right nostril, and he's looking, he's looking, he's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, God, what is it? Did I shove something up my nose? <laughs> when I was, is there a Lego up there from when I was a kid? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, it looks like a tooth. What? Yeah. It was a, it was a tooth growing inside the guy's nose. It, it was an incisor. Which are the teeth in the front of your mouth? Ugh. And they could clearly see this thing poking out into his nasal cavity. No. No. Crazy, the right? Human yep. body is weird as bleep. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
you know, you want to talk about the human body, extra teeth aren't unheard of, but they usually show up near the roof of your mouth, not like way up inside your nose. Right. Ah! Yeah, luckily he's okay. They did surgery to remove the tooth, and he's breathing a lot easier now. Boy, that's that's good news. Yeah, right? Hey, Angie. Yeah. Caller 20 today. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, guys. So you decided to try your... Try your luck. You yeah, I try. I'm going to try. <laughs> okay. I mean, you must think you're pretty close. I think I am. Some people but sit I'm not it out. Sure. Oh, you're not sure? Yeah, but I'm going to try it anyway. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Okay. So for $10,000, Angie, what is the Q102 secret sound? Okay. I think it's Freddie Mac and Natalie at the Cincinnati Zoo at the Botanical Gardens at, Elephant, at the Elephant Reserves. Watching the zookeeper fill a bucket and spraying Jotty, the Scotsy, and my thigh with water while they play in the water with their trunks and toys. Then eat while the zookeeper closes the gates after they're done. All right. Why don't you give that to us again? <laughs> okay. Freddie Mac and Natalie at the Cincinnati Zoo at the Botanical Gardens, the elephants at the elephant reserves, watching the zookeeper fill a bucket and spraying Jotty, Scotsy and my thigh with water while they play in the water with their trunks and toys, then eat while the zookeeper closes the gate after they're done. Tim, for $10,000, is Angie correct? Angie, you are not correct. Oh. Still warm. Well, thank you. Yep. Nice try. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys. Have you a good bet. day. You, you too, too, Angie. Sure. Bye-bye. All right, see you, bye. So that was just warm, not very warm. Correct? It was not very warm. No, just warm. She did simplify, which uh, it, we need details, but she simplified it, which is good because the last couple guesses, including the one we had yesterday, was kind of like a novel. Mm-hmm. We, don't, oh, yeah. we don't need that much information. You should be able to kind of put it all in one sentence. Yep. The who, what, Now, I will say, where. you know, Angie gave a great guess there, and we're warm. We're, we're, we're close, but we're not close enough. But she didn't maybe pick up on what the clue was today. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. Yeah. Can I, yeah. Play it again. Can the I? Clue? Sure. Okay. Selfishly, we just wanted to hear it again. Oh. <laughs> you just, you know, you don't get a good polka very often. No, 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 La, we'll la, have la, a fun. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> Could be the whole part. You never know. So uh, a guy named Jeff is looking for a second date update with a lady named Mara. Hi, Jeff. How are you? <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Happy to do it. How can we help? Uh, well, I uh, I wasn't really sure that I I wanted to do this, but. My sister kind of pushed me into it. She's a, she's a, a, a big-time listener. Uh, I, I listen all the time, too, but she's, like, a super fan. And so, yeah, so um, so I'm calling you guys. She, she promised me you'd be really nice to me. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so your sister must really like this girl, then, if she felt it was important enough for you to follow up with a second date update phone call. Um, She didn't meet her, but she knows that I got along with her really well. Okay. Um, and my sister's, like, my biggest cheerleader, so I think hmm. she is really... Really just looking out for me. So, yeah, so here I am. That's nice. Cool. She saw that this girl obviously made you happy or made an impression on you, and that's cool that she's got your back. Absolutely. She's my biggest fan. All right. So um, how did you meet Mara, and how did that first date go? Let's start with that. So, yeah, um, I guess maybe you need a little bit of backstory first. Uh, I got divorced like a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and I'd been married for 16 years, and my wife didn't want kids in about, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah, it was t- 2011, I think, yeah, about 10 years ago, I had kind of decided that I did, but I couldn't bring it up with her because she always got angry and upset and about it for whatever reason. And so it was just a sticking point anyway. And my sister's been like nieces, nephews, nieces, nephews, and she's been pushing me to get back out there. I like this. I like the supportive sister. I mean, if your sister thinks you're a good guy, do all sisters automatically think their brothers are good guys? Mine do. <laughs> so did you, do you feel like, you know, back in the day, though, when you were single, they would have wanted their friends to date you? I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, you need a good boyfriend. You need a good man. Date my brother. 
Well, my sister, so they were going through my mother's house and they were finding a lot of my old stuff, including like letters and notes from exes. And my sister was like, I love you, but you were a slut. <laughs> my sister, <laughs> slut shaming me. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I like that your sister kind of has your back there. She does. She hasn't really tried to hook me up with her friends, but uh, I don't know that I'd want to. I better not say that on the radio. Right, 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 right. Be smart. <laughs> anyway, so. I've been out on all the sites, right? I've met a few girls, went on a few dates. They all seemed kind of not into me or, or I wasn't into them. But on Bumble, I met Mara, which we really hit it off. We met up at O'Charlie's. We spent a couple of hours there, had a great time, great conversation. Uh, she seemed to laugh a lot. She made me laugh a lot, which is really, really, really important to me. And it was really comfortable. And then at the end of the night, we hugged, and it was like a really good hug. It felt, it actually, I hadn't felt a hug like that in a long time so it felt really wonderful and uh i i told her i'd like to see her again she said to give her a call and i've given her a call a few times i haven't heard anything back i've texted a couple of times and i haven't i haven't heard anything it's been radio silence so you know i'm hoping my sister's hoping we're hoping you guys can help me out <laughs> no clue why i mean besides the laughs and the comfortable conversation and the and the hug that felt good to you there's nothing there that you thought oh maybe that didn't go as well as i'd hoped no nothing there i mean i feel like it was it was just one of those you know when you have those conversations that everything is just is just perfect it seems like and and the rest of the everything slows down and the rest of the world just just kind of isn't there and that's what i felt like i felt like that's what she felt like too i mean she was all smiles now are you dating anyone like have you gone on any other dates since you met her on bumble i mean i never believe that people just date one person at one time you you date a few people don't you until you find one that you want to settle with yeah i mean like right now i'm i'm really looking for something serious i'm not trying to find you know hookups as much as I'd, I'd like to find someone serious to settle down with and get those nieces and nephews. I'm getting old, man. So no, I get it. I, uh, but but Mar is the only current candidate for that. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. The, the rest I've met, they're just, they're, they're just, I'm just not interested or they're okay. way too young. Okay. And you think that Mar is looking for the same thing? That's what, what my feel was. I mean, that's what we talked about. So I really do. That I really, I really do. Okay. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll call her up. And see what she thought of Jeff and her date with him and whether or not there's any possibility of nieces and nephews. <laughs> A second date update continues next. Jeff and Jenna, Q102. Jeff met Mara on Bumble. After this great date, he tried to reach out a few times. There's been no response. And Jeff's sister said, well, you got to call Jeff and Jen. (laughs) I love that. You got to do a second date update. And she didn't even meet this girl. So, I mean, we're just assuming they would get along, right, Mm -hmm. Jeff? Yeah. (laughs) That's great. But I I love, though, that she's got your back. And this is obviously someone who made an impression on you. You guys went to O'Charlie's, had lots of laughs, comfortable conversation, you guys shared a hug. You said you'd like to get together again, and her response to you was, okay, give me a call, or something yep, to that effect. Exactly Is that right? right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly exactly how it went, and, you know, and I haven't heard back. She said give give her a call, but she didn't say she'd pick up. <laughs> I know. I'm guilty of that, too. I that, too. <laughs> sure, call me. Yeah, feel free to call anytime. Call me. Yeah, send me a message. I can't guarantee I'll be able to pick up, but... Or I'll respond, but yeah, go ahead. You're free to right. do whatever you want. But you got the sense, though, that she's into the same things as you and, and is sort of looking to settle down and have children, which you said was something that's important to you. Absolutely. So, yeah, and it seemed promising. Like, everything seemed seemed like it, it went where we seemed. We seemed to be on the same page. So okay. uh, nice. that's why I'm confused. Anything else you think we need to know before we make the call? No, I think I, think I covered it all. Okay. Let's call Mara. Hello? Hi, is this Mara? Yes, it is. Mara, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hello. (laughs) 
Hi. Are you you a fan? Do you ever get to hear the show? Yes. I'm like really excited to talk to you guys. Well, we're excited to talk to you. You got a few minutes? Is is this what I think it is? Because then I don't know if I want to do it, but I really want to like talk to you guys. I don't know if I want to do it. Yeah, but you you love the show, though. We're we're nice people. We're not going to be mean to you or make fun of you on the radio. Although, can I ask you a question about your dating life that may seem kind of personal? <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to be something like that. Yeah. Um, how, how many guys are you dating? <laughs> no judgment, just curious. Are you dating more than one person right now? I'm not really, like, quote, unquote, dating anyone. I have gone out on a date with one person recently. I don't know if I'd say we're dating. Oh, okay. Was it a guy named Jeff by any chance? Yes. Yes. Jeff seemed very nice. We talked to Jeff, and he had nice things to say about you. Did you not think Jeff was nice? (laughs) I don't know. He is. He seems like a really nice guy, but I don't know if I want to. You know, you you don't yeah. know that you want to take this any further with him. Well, I mean, or even I feel bad talking about it a little because he did seem like a nice guy, but um, I'm not going to go out with him again. That's for sure. No, no. Why? What did he do? <sighs> okay, he did this like really, really weird thing that I just thought was like. So inappropriate when we had gone out to like dinner and stuff. So he did it at dinner. Yeah, right before dessert. What did he do? So weird. He 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 took out a bottle of Viagra and just like nonchalantly placed it on the table. And I was, like, so weirded out. I had no clue how I was supposed to react to it. It was really odd. So So he put it on the table, like, did he make, like, a deal? So do you think he was putting it on the table because he wanted you to see it? I don't know why someone would do that. It's like, why would he do that? I don't know, but... He just placed it on the table or he actually popped one? No, he took the bottle out of his pocket and just, like placed it in the middle of the table, almost like next to the salt shaker and stuff, and, like, just left it there. I just didn't say anything about it. I just left it there. And I just kept acting like I didn't know how to respond, so I just, like, ignored it. And even the waitress, when she came up, she saw it, and she looked at me like, that is, like, why? Like, like, like with a really weird look. Like, why do you guys have a bottle of Viagra in the middle of your table? But she didn't say anything either. And I didn't say anything to him. And other than that, we really did have like a, I, I enjoyed hanging out with him, you know, that and having dinner and stuff. But that's just so weird. And I, I, I don't know, like, why would he do that? Well, you've had some time to think about this. What are your theories? He's a weirdo who does. I don't <laughs> think there's any reason. There's no, like, I really don't know if he was trying to be. Was he tra- I, I, I mean, was he that. advertising the fact that he had these pills? Or do you think he was trying to send you a message by showing you the bottle? Or do you think he was taking it out as like, okay, I got to remember to take this before I leave because uh, <sighs> I can tell that oh. this evening is going in a certain direction. And or was I he make putting sure. a, a timestamp on it going, all right, we got four hours <laughs> starting now. <laughs> I think any reason is just gross. So like, was he putting it out? Like, oh, so you think you're definitely going to have sex with me? Right now, that's why you're going to take it? Or are you trying to show off? Was he trying to show off? I don't know. Do you show off that you're taking Viagra? I don't know. Well, Mara, let's bring Jeff into the conversation because I'm just curious. Jeff, it does seem a little presumptuous. Yeah. Well. (laughs) You're just trying to get a reaction out of her and see if it would maybe elicit an invitation or something? No, not not really that. It just, uh, it's kind kind of, I guess, twofold. I thought the date was going really well, right? And... But, you know, I'm I'm older. I'm old, a few years older than her. I don't know if she's dated older guys. And I just kind of, on one hand, uh, wanted to kind of break the tension if she was wondering, you know, would it be an issue? Would it not be an issue? Uh, things things were going really well. And I thought, I thought, uh, I thought, great, uh, this date, I hadn't dated in like a date, a good date in so long that, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure she knew that that wasn't going to be a problem. So uh, I did so that. Do you, do you think she was looking funny. at you and thinking, this is an older guy? I wonder if he has erectile dysfunction? <laughs> oh, 
we talked about it a little bit in the date. We we made a few references to ED, and she made some references to like an ex boyfriend or something. And so it just popped in my mind that maybe wow, I got it in my pocket. Why don't I just get that out of the way? And so I did. But when you know. she didn't, she didn't really say anything or react to it. So what what was your thought then? Nervous. Yeah. yeah. I, I, At least an explanation would have seemed less weird. I mean, I was like, "What did I do?" But she didn't. She didn't say anything. So I figured, I figured maybe, maybe it wasn't a big deal. Uh, she said to call her. But why did you just leave it on the table? I don't understand. Like the whole rest of dessert and everything. I, I don't know. <laughs> I was. I was. I was really nervous about it. I, uh, to be honest, I'm a little self-conscious about it, and I felt so comfortable with you that I just, uh, I just thought if I just put it out there and put myself out there, that would be a good thing. I, I don't know. It sounds like that was an awful thing. Uh, yeah, but, you should have been you know. more self-conscious. That's gross. Like you don't, you shouldn't have been that comfortable with me or like in a restaurant to be having like erectile dysfunction medication. It's just, it's just. No, it's really gross and weird, and it's disappointing because I was having a nice time with you before that, so. No, well. Yeah. You know, Jen gave me a candle called Smells Like My Orgasm, (laughs) and now I'm just wondering how I should take that. Because before, I didn't really think anything of it. I'm like, wow, that's that's a cool gift from Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop site. Right. Now, was there some hidden meaning there that I should be creeped out about? Well, I think you should have been creeped out if I would have given you the one that said smells like my vagina. (laughs) That, for me, would have been crossing the line. That's why the orgasm thing, you know, seemed a little less personal. Understood. So, yeah, that's interesting uh, thought process there. Does it seem like more and more men are using Viagra and they're starting to use it at younger ages than you would have imagined them to? Well, I don't know, but I remember when it first came out, everybody wanted to get their hands on it because they were like, hey, I could go for hours. <laughs> right. And doctors were saying, uh, you, you got to like take a full exam. We got to make sure that your body can handle this and that's mm-hmm. it's not designed for that. It's designed for people who have a real problem, not just to improve well, it's anyone and everyone. And hypertension issues, right, that just happens to move the blood around somewhere specific. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'm sorry, Jeff. You on any of the other meds? Any other meds you want to put out on the table? Jen's got her vitamin Monday <laughs> through my Friday vitamins. capsules out. That's right. The important things. Yeah. And she put it right on the counter where everybody can see it. <laughs> but you don't know what it is because it's in one of those little plastic. <laughs> no, but some of those are like horse pills. There, there's some big ones in there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, Mara, we do appreciate you taking the call. And Jeff, we appreciate you putting yourself out there. It's nice to have a sister who's got your back. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Good luck. Well, thanks, I, I guys. I'm like big that. fans of the show. I'm excited I spoke with you anyway, even though I'm definitely not going back oh, out with them. Oh, we appreciate so. that. And thank you both for coming on Second Date Update. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Hey, Wanda, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing all right. You got any plans for this weekend? No, not really. Just hanging out with the girls. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Are you secretly hoping your plans get canceled? <laughs> Do you ever no. get a break from babysitting? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. good. Everybody needs a break sometime, Wanda. You know that, right? Yep. Oh, I know. I know. I need a break. <laughs> so we're going to open up your envelope and see what you got here. Hopefully it's a good letter. Yeah, let's hope so. You know the rules here. One to ten questions. Begin with the letter of the day. Your answers must. Don't repeat. Pass quickly. Uh, You got the letter H. H as in... I'm not supposed to give any answers. I almost slipped and said something. Highland Heights. There you go. Okay. You get one. There's two words. (laughs) That's true. All right. So I'll turn the music down. And put 30 seconds on the clock over here. And I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right, here we go. With the letter H, name a snack you get at the movies. Uh, Hot peppers. Something white. Um, Pass. A store. 
Hallmark. Something loud. Pass. A website. Mm. Pass. A book. Mm, Hollywood Husbands. Something that stinks. Something that stinks? Yep. Mm, pass. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, that was, <laughs> One that was hard. I'll get it. That was a hard one today. Yeah, Hallmark Store is good. Yeah. H and yeah. M would have worked. Yeah. Um, for a website, you could pretty much use any word that begins with the letter H. <laughs> and chances are, it's out Probably. there. Probably. Yeah. Happy dot com. Holes dot com. Don't don't click that one. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know what you're going to get. Yep. All right, Wanda. <laughs> we'll let you get back to it. Good talking to you. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. All right, All right take, take care. It easy. And we'll do it again Monday, 820, right here, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.